Welcome to Dave Talk Some More, a podcast at the intersection of humor and... Hey, I'm your host, Dave, and together we'll explore a riveting world of mundane topics with unparalleled indifference. So get ready for a riveting journey through... No, I mean, whatever. This is Dave Talks Some More. Hey, Far Out, thanks for uh, joining us again. Uh, yet again, here we go. I, uh, I'm i in a bad place right now. Uh, you know, we always start by talking about the show, and what happens before the show is we. it takes us about five or ten minutes to get everything set up, mic'd up. And the whole bit. We call that the and best part of our show. It, well, it it's the part where people are actually being original and funny, and we keep saying, oh, we should have saved that for the show, but it's, you know, the spontaneity is gone. But, you know, so during that time, this idiot over here is showing me, like, hey, let me show you a clip that got 18 million views, and we just recorded it yesterday. And I'm sitting, look. We're we're jazzed if we get a a, a fifty view clip, and you're showing me something's got eighteen million views that on that will net you know by a guy who's who's on his second episode of podcasting. I mean, it's just it was, I'm in a bad place, man. Uh, it was the blue hair <laughs> and the un, almost incomprehensible uh, sentence well, structure. Yeah, and yeah, let let's just say hair hair coloring may come into the mix. Uh, in the next seven days to see, <laughs> see if that, see if that will push the needle towards Dave, just a little, uh, like share, follow Dave. Uh, I will do anything that you require. <laughs> uh, just, well, how are you? I hadn't seen you in, uh, God, three weeks. Has, yeah. I guess I did miss last. Uh, yeah. You missed uh, the episode last. and I went on a trip. Oh God. Well, as for, I hold for, up my, for, my, Beaver Nuggets that I but got yeah, on the trip. Yeah, you're uh, you're really pushing for the sponsor, the Bucky's sponsorship. Oh, or for it. anybody listening and not watching, we we're featuring a uh, Bucky's uh, hoodie and Bucky's food items and it's Beaver Nuggets. Beaver Nuggets and, and what go- is this? Ghost Pepper Beef Jerky. Hold that up for the camera so the camera can see there. A little bit over. A little bit. Right, there right it is, there. right there. there right there. There it is. It's the perfect combination with the beaver nuggets. You have the hot, and the sweet of the beaver nuggets. It's it's perfection, just like Bucky's is generally. <laughs> well, the the ghost pepper. I'm I'm guessing that's just like uh, spicy beef jerky. Well, would you Would you like someday? No. Would you like uh, to cough and gag the rest of? Well, the show? no. I, yeah, that's that's the problem. I'm not against beef jerky in general, but they price beef jerky basically the way they price steak. You know, by by the ounce, beef jerky costs more than steak. So, oh, it's true. That, that kind of slows my roll a little. Ten bit. bucks for a bag, and it's not that much of a bag. Yeah. But, um, yeah. To get to get to a fifty dollars steak, you know, you, you get a sixteen ounce fifty dollars steak, and that you're you're basically chewing on a hundred seventy five dollar steak in the form of of Bucky's ghost pepper jerky. But once you walk into a Bucky's, you just lose your mind. Well, that, that's the so. problem is, you know, apparently this stuff, for, for those of you who are already in on it, there's kind of a crack type situation that it's on your mind. I'm guessing it just gnaws at your mind 
when you know you're nearing a Bucky's that I've got to get my ghost pepper and your, what was the other thing? The corn nuts? What is that? It's, it's beaver nut. Beaver nuggets. It's like what they're known for. Other than the, you know, I also got a pulled pork, a pulled brisket. Um, yeah, those are. Sandwich. How much How much was that? I didn't really look at the See, receipt there, that, Dave. That's, that's um, what we're counting on. I mean, yeah, it was just uh, grab it and run, you know. And, um, All right, look, give me one of these. Oh, yeah, you need to have a beaver. I've now. never. I've never had a beaver. Nugget. Welcome so to the being, things I'm going to do for this show. Well, blue hair, beaver nuggets, whatever. <laughs> yeah. You you are now. Be sure to crunch it as close to the microphone yeah, yeah. as possible. Mm, no, no problem. So have another one. No, one's enough. Hang on. Welcome to becoming a true American. It's uh, for those of you for those of you who haven't had a beaver nugget. It's basically the flavor of caramel corn. Um, it's got an aftertaste that's not my favorite and I'm not, I'm trying to place what it is and I'm, and I'm having water to wash it away. Oh my God. Mm. It's otherwise uh, known as the greatest taste ever. Um, yeah. It, for somebody wearing a Bucky's hoodie, that, that, that's probably a, uh, an accurate description. I got Bucky's underwear all day. Well, some things we don't need you to do for the show. So, you know, we're, you we're, we're going to be okay on you that. You wanted one. clicks. We want. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, that's a that that can be your uh, Dave. Dave talks some more after hours oh, episode. Yeah, uh, subscription based uh, only. It is some of that European. And uh, who who knows what you're going to see. That's a prescriber service that that costs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a it's a heavy subscription. Your OnlyFans account subscription is not going to cover uh, this. So, but you, y'all can record that in the privacy of uh, of me not being here. So have have at it. Fair enough. By the way, speaking of uh, addictive substances, I can tell you didn't listen to last week's debacle. It, it was it was brutal. It, it was, you know, just me coming in here, trying to fly solo, doing the best I could, praying to God that if I hit the 45-minute mark, I was going to be like, that counts. If I hit 45 minutes, I'll, I'm going to be okay. So, I was hoping that y'all would yeah. miss me. I'm yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> look, yeah. Guess, guess how many downloads we had? Seven. <laughs> Seven. Look, man, there, there are people standing on the street corner of Capitol Street that get more, <laughs> that get a bigger audience, <laughs> just street preaching than, than how, how badly. It, but, you know, you got to keep the thing alive. And then the week before, we were going to have our special guest. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I got that cold and literally, literally could not talk. So, we lost that week, and then last week, um, I, all I can tell you is I did the best I could. I held down the fort. It was it was bad. I got overrun by the enemy, but you know I did make the forty five minutes. It does count as an episode, so you know. And here we are. And, and here we America, are, America. We are back. Yeah, and all is well. All is well. Um, one of the, one of the things that the most interesting part of the show is either before the show or after the show to me. Um, because I don't listen to the show as, as I've said, but something that happened during the show, I started talking about feeling like I was on meth and you just, you just have to listen. I'm, this, this is really my cheap, my, my cheap ploy to get people to listen to a really bad podcast episode. 
I want to explain how it was that I felt like I was on meth, but I did. And I was describing what it feels like to be on meth. And I find out after the show that my description of what it's like to be on meth actually corresponds not at all to what it's like to be on meth. So uh, anyway, I looked it up. I looked it up. Look. So you want to jump in on this? No? Okay. All right. Do what? Yeah. Yeah, look. I look yeah, you up. were talking about something that was awful. No, meth is incredible because it makes you feel like a Superman. Like, that's why people love it, is it's incredible. The consequences are extreme, though. That's the, that's the downside of it. Well, I, I looked it up, and it turns out I, I have to preface this little thing by saying there's some people in this world who have never used drugs at all. I would I would be one. Well, make a face, but but I I am one of them. Never used drugs, and and so I you know I don't know how that would feel. I'm never going to use. However curious I am is never going to make me want to use drugs. Um, but I am curious. You know I I am curious. Uh, so I looked up. Um, the stages of the meth experience, starting with the rush and then the high and then the binge. And then I got to the part that I thought was very interesting, the tweaking. I've heard of tweaking. This is where this is a condition reached at the end of the drug binge when the meth no longer provides a rush or a high and unable to relieve the horrible feelings of emptiness and craving you start feeling, you lose your sense of identity. You have intense itching. You feel like you're, like bugs are crawling under your skin. You can't sleep for days at a time. You are in a complete, I'm reading, a completely psychotic state existing in your own world, seeing and hearing things no one can perceive. The potential for self-mutilation is high. Marriage. See, that's the state. <laughs> yeah. That's like a third or fourth stage of marriage. <laughs> talking about it's like a four-year-long phase that's what you're talking about <laughs> yeah. between seven and 11 years or yeah something. yeah well yeah and then after that you, you find somebody who's similarly situated and the next thing you know yeah. you know it's just that <laughs> you know you you are in the the tweaking world that comes before stage five which is the crash phase six is the is the hangover this is the one you'll love the withdrawal symptoms that's the seven stages of meth. And yeah, that's exa- without even rehearsing this with you, that's the same bit that I came up with is this this reminds me of what being in a bad marriage <laughs> oh, is like. I'm I mean, living I'm living in a reality uh, where bugs are crawling on my skin oh, oh, oh. and I have no Yeah no correspondence to the physical world and best of all, the potential for self mutilation is it's incredibly hot. High, high, high. Incredibly high. Take all my money? Sure. <laughs> By all means, take it all. That's, that's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We 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 locked eyes on that one. Mm. We just we just saw the same same similarity there. But so you've never done any nothing drugs. Uh-uh. Well, the last legal drug. Yeah. I mean, I probably will have some of the last legal drug later tonight but uh, oh yeah, yeah yeah but as far as the uh the illegal uh uh-uh, never you know because i was raised uh southern baptist which you know i used to say i was raised strict southern baptist but i'm not sure what the other kind is <laughs> um you know and so i i was told often 
and early that the first time that you smoke a joint, that's it. You've walked through the door. You can't come back and in the road to becoming just a full blown, you know, out of your mind addict is uh, short and steep. And so, you know, as a consequence, I, I, look, I went through four years at LSU, never took a drop of alcohol. That is a fact. So, mm. you know, very, I will say strict Southern Baptist. So I never used any, but, but I had this curiosity. I've always had this curiosity about what, what must feel so great that you're willing to bust up into a house at two o'clock in the morning where you know the people as likely as not have firearms and will shoot you, but you're going to do it anyway so that you can get money. I mean, it must be pretty good. And so there's, there's got, I mean, yeah, yeah, you're making a faith. That's right. It, it is, you know, the, 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 the pluses are plus. It's just that the minuses are minus. Yeah. I always figured I had a pretty addictive, uh, personality. I'm, Dip Copenhagen for 20 some odd years. Mm. I mean, you know, a can and a half. It was like I, I couldn't control. I mean, I, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it to the hilt. And so, you know, I, I tried some not not heavy duty drugs as, as a youth. Um, and luckily, and it's by the grace of God, because I have a misspent youth that we've covered a little bit, but mm. oh, not in all that great detail. Oh my goodness! Um, but drugs have no effect on me. Like I, I did it, uh-uh. and, it and it to the Come point on. none, and to the point of, and and that's probably like, well, you know, you've sat there and watched me drink a few whiskeys in my day, and and I'll I'll sit there and I can you take can, it well. I can I can throw some some back, yeah. um, and walk right out. It just just you know in a straight line. Um, and, and it's, it's even more compounded. I, I tell you how much they don't work, which is one of the, it comes back to our favorite topic around here is, is the colonoscopy is. And so oh God, I don't know why you bring it up every time, Dave, but it, you just insist on it. That's okay. We'll move past it. We can never but, get away. We got to change the name of the show. The colonoscopy <laughs> podcast. Wow. That's got a ring to it, but no, cause when I had a back surgery when I was young, I woke up on the operating table. Um, when I had my root canal uh, 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 done, they could. Wait, you they woke up ne- on an operating table during a during a surgery? Oh yeah, right there in the surgery Because the table. anesthesia had Just nothing. Ooh, yeah, it's a bad deal. So what do they do when that? They happens? go, oh, he's supposed to be asleep. What's he doing? That's what they do. Mm. And um, you know, um. I, you know, when they pulled all my wisdom teeth out, I, I told you they're supposed to be out, but I, I walked to the car. Um, and I was really concerned. That's for looping it around to the colonoscopy. I was like, oh, no, no, no. I am not going to wake up. And I, 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 I will be out on this one. I, and I told, I told the anesthesia, I told them all that story. I said, dude. Don't mess this one dude, up. If you got an air on the side, you know, wake up or not wake up. I do not want to wake up. Um, and he must've done well. Cause, um, so yeah, it, 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 so I never had any effect. Um, you know, when I was, you know, teenager smoking marijuana or anything like that, I just was bored with it. So I never, I mean, it never had any effect whatsoever. Mar- marijuana is as far as, as 
You'll publicly admit to publicly it. admit to it, but That's nothing. I, I, it wasn't much dabbling um, because it had absolutely no no effect. But I, I would be like the marvel of the high school party as far as drinking beer. I mean, you know, there's, you know, there's that one guy that yeah. you go, I was that guy. I mean, just like how how. How? I mean, is it because you drank so much that you developed a resistance, or is no, just I I your biology? Biology, biology. Yeah, I, it just it it takes so much. Either you know, pain medicine, alcohol, whatever deadens whatever. It takes mm-hmm. it takes enormous amounts. To, you know, it's like dropping an elephant. Well, I I will admit to being drug curious. Uh, you know, so I've I've got it all mapped out. Uh, whenever I get the the final diagnosis, you know, and there's and you've got like thirty days to live. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a hell of a thirty yeah, days it's, in a day. It's, I, I won't remember much of it, but it doesn't matter because there won't be a long time to remember it anyway because you only have thirty days. So that and all the people that I want to push out before me, and I've got I've got a long list going back to going back a long way. Of uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, well, you need to probably uh, catch it ninety uh, days before. Yeah, ninety days, yeah. There, there's gonna day. be there's gonna be just a a terrible crime spree, and uh, after I get the second opinion that confirms the diagnosis, I've thought I've thought thought it through that far as like, what if I get the wrong diagnosis and they they say you got thirty days, and it turns out you have two years. It's that, the that, Breaking that, Bad scenario, Dave. I mean, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even thought of that. Yeah. Uh, that that Ooh, show so. that show went on a long time for somebody who was supposed to die at the end of season one. He went he he must have gone into remission for a long. I stopped watching the show. I got to the point where I hated every single character, hated every single one. How can you hate Jesse Pinkman? Uh, he he was an early one, like like the one where uh, the girl he and the girlfriend yeah. she was a cartoonist or artist yeah. or something. Yeah. They. And she, uh, you know, whatever, asphyxiated. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I was like, God, I hope it's both of them, and it was just her. <laughs> and it, it was it was about that time that I was just I was absolutely done with that show. Hmm. Couldn't couldn't take anymore. By the way, uh, I see advertised on FX that uh, they're going to have the Shogun series. I'm really excited. Have you seen any of the previews? Have you noticed any of this? I'm I'm incredibly excited about it. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's before my time. Well, you know, Jay, Shogun, yeah, uh, well, James Clavell wrote the novel Shogun, um, in, and it was a big hit in, in the 1970s. It was the first big book that I read that just went hundreds and hundreds of pages and, and read it, and then it was a miniseries that was incredibly badly executed. Richard Chamberlain was the... Uh, was the lead, and they had Orson Welles. This, this is a, a novel that's set in Japan, and they had Orson Welles. You, you know, the big Orson mm. Welles, not the skinny Orson Welles. Um, and it was just, you know, you got to be kidding me. So I think we talked about how good Lonesome Dove was in some episode. I don't remember. But it, it was a miniseries I really looked forward to, and it didn't work out, and now FX is doing it. I, and it's one of my favorite books of all time. I've read it any number of times. Yeah, I love this book. Really? Yeah, love this book. Um, when, when I write 
professionally, I really try to adopt the tone of James Clavell just really, really well. It's, it's a good tone for writing. If you know what voice is in writing, he's got a fantastic voice. So, uh, yeah, it starts at the end of February, and I'm just really jazzed to see uh, how that comes out. Hmm. So you're you're not familiar with it, so no, I'm just uh, you excited got to say. I'm just excited. Deadpool with Wolverine's coming out in July. You know, a little, little less sophisticated. Well, than- yeah, the Deadpool's out. Um, yeah, I, I'm getting dragged much against my will into watching the Yellowstone. And then it turns out Yellowstone's got like a prequel, and then there's a prequel to the prequel. Got 1883, 1923. 1923. And then the original Yellowstone. Oh, it's great, great, great shows. 1923, I think, is better than 1883. I, I have a hard time with I've heard that. Tim McGraw and and um what's his wife's name? Country singer Faith from Hill. Star. What? Faith Hill. Faith Hill. Hill. Faith Hill. Who can keep up? Uh, you know, I mean, although it's not that bad. 1883 is pretty good, but 1923 is really – 1923, I think, is better than the actual Yellowstone. Is, is it good enough where they have seasons, or is it just there's like only a one, five? There's one season of 1923, but I think they had a problem with the rider strike and all that stuff, so it's uh, delayed. But there's going to be a second season of 1923. It's good. It really is. Um, I haven't actually seen the end of Yellowstone – um, but I'm going to binge watch it here for too long. But, uh, you know, I don't think they're, I think they're stopping at season five. I know Kevin Costner and Tyler Sheridan, the, the, the fellow who wrote it, got into a squabble and, mm. and had to part ways. But uh, it's a great show. Makes me want to go to Montana. Have, you, th- have you not been? I've never been to Montana. Nope. Like to do some fly fishing up there, but, uh, one day. Well, the rumor has it that you went somewhere else uh, last weekend, but that's the reason you couldn't be here, and I sure. had to fly solo. Is you went to a place of deep, deep shame? <laughs> no, I didn't actually. No, oh, you, I heard that you did. Did, did no? what? I heard you went to a to a magical place oh, in I Orlando. Why did I? Oh, you did not. Oh. No, the rumor. Yeah, yeah. Well, been, I, w- I have damn, been. To, there go. Okay. Have, well, thanks for tuning in okay. because that was that was going to be the rest of the show was oh, judging well, you. I'll tell you what. On going to a magical place, I can pretend I went. Well, I um, I know how you are about going to the magical well, place, and I, and I do judge you for that. Well, I mean, again, I I guess it is like one of those things where the criminal gets pulled over, and he go he went into this particular drug house that you bought drugs in. Every time. And he goes, oh, this time I didn't. The one time. Nobody believes him. Yeah. And so when you see that I'm going to the state of Florida. What, not, what else, not can, what else beach, can you expect I'm gonna, that you're going to do? And I have been to Disney World 92 times. And that's only a slight exaggeration that you would assume that. But, no, we went uh, to an undisclosed location outside of the Orlando area. Uh, but somewhere in not, Florida. We, yeah, we, okay. we, you know, because we go down there and go kayaking and stuff a lot. Like we were down to Crystal River and Rainbow River and all that kind of stuff. So that's the beauty of, of going down to Florida this time of year. It's still quite temperate. But but for purposes of this podcast, 
Disney World was great, David. Go. <laughs> What'd you do? Oh, with a small world over and over again. What What is the attraction of the of the of the place that you could have gone to, and and well, I still kind of think you did, and you just don't want to admit to it because of the shame. Well, I mean that's that's a plausible theory, Dave. Uh, no, and I have been what twelve or thirteen times. No, are you being for real? For real. Okay. Well, what's, what's I was what's the I thrill? Was, I was married at Disney World. David. Uh-uh. Yeah. No, no. Are you no, no, serious? No, no, no. I'm sorry. I wasn't married there. I, I honeymooned there. I'm not sure which is worse. I don't either. Um, but and Were you 12 years old at the time? I mean, how do you how do you explain that? Well, you you know, the, the the former wife was a big Disney fan, and I'm not uh, I, and uh, I, I'm not going I'm actually not going to criticize that at any I mean, it's it's more than I would have done for sure. But I'm still a firm believer that when the kids are small, it's, Disney World's great. But you've gone without ch- without children of your M- own multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. You, you yeah. have an alibi for us? Do you have an explanation of how that's I, not kind of weird? I mean, it's a little weird. Let me try a beaver nugget here. Um, maybe it'll help, but. <laughs> How's that for sure? What you're thinking? Yeah. Oh, okay. by the way, by the way, I got a show idea. Uh, I was I was at Kroger's. Um, I'm, I'm giving you time to think about your answer. Is it Kroger's I, I was, uh, or Kroger? It's Kroger's. Yeah, it is. <laughs> okay. Well, I was at Kroger's. Okay, Dave. <laughs> and, and I was at where at were you, Kroger's. David's? David's. Yeah. Where were you? Calm down. Okay. <laughs> And they had Girl Scout cookies with an S. Yes, they did. Everywhere. Yes, they yeah. did. And I thought about you, and I thought about how little money they're going to make because they're only there for two weeks. Um, but, yeah, you know, I'm always thinking about the show because I, I, I exist to make this work. And I thought what what I should do is get one box. And, you know, since you're having a uh, not corn nugget, keep Beaver, beaver, beaver nuggets. Beaver nugget. This is like a Bucky's buffet over here. Yeah, since since you're having a, a tasting extravagant, that's the by the way that's that's the perfect show for a couple of of older guys. Is we just eat the during the entire show. I mean that fits. But you know what we ought to have is just buy is a buy one box of each cookie and have a sampling show and decide, okay, which which really is the best. So I went one step further, basically bought one case of each because they're only on sale for two weeks. And there's that's a great you, idea. What do you do? The the, yeah. What do you do the other 50 weeks? So. All right. Disney World. Okay. How, how do you, you've been there enough times where you've ridden all the rides. I would think that you want to ride anyway. Right. You've seen all the exhibitions that you want to see. You've been to all the parks. By now, I mean you've you've done the deal. You know the deal. Uh, how do you explain just going back over and over as an adult without kids? What's the what's well, the secret sauce here? For for the record, it was only three or four times without kids. Only three or four. So, yeah, so and, mean, and, a, and a week per trip. I'm going to take it. Yeah. yeah so twenty eight yeah. days. Three point two million dollars spent at Disney currently. Yeah. Yeah, twenty eight. Twenty eight days of Disney without kids. After you've been there plenty of times, 
How do no, you no, explain no. it? That was before. No, we went before because like our honeymoon stayed at the contemporary contemporary uh, resort, um, <clears throat> and it's a really nice resort. Um, and then obviously you have kids and and but you know, three or four times just trips down there because. Look, it wouldn't have been what I necessarily would have done, but she certainly it, it enjoyed it, and I, and I I can see it. There, the draw is is if you go there, you stay on a resort in a resort. I mean, it's almost as if you're in your own little world. You you park the car for a week, and oh, don't spill the I spilled the beaver nuggets. Oh, um, great eating. Um, it's it's fun. It really is. It's wonderful eating. I like to eat. I do. Um, you could just stroll around Bucky's for twenty. Well, that's days. what I do now, right? That's what I do now. Um, but and then obviously with the kids, it's a whole new ball game, um, and it really is quite quite uh, good for them. Probably we went too much. Now I, I I don't plan on going ever again. Maybe grandkids. Or oh, something, okay. But it right. would be something like that. But I mean, I would. finally burned out. Oh, yeah, I was burned out many times ago. I actually went, the last time was 2015, 2016 uh, was the last time. So it's been seven or eight years, and I'm fine with that. And plus, you know, they are uh, part of the um, woke Marxist uh, plot to uh, uh, subvert all that is is good and decent in the world. What do you care? I mean, do, do, do they run up to you at the park and yeah, make they, you vote for the wrong candidate? Do they? I think subliminally, probably yeah. take your money from you. They do take their your money. They, yeah, they definitely that, that do proves that. Their, that proves I they're mean, capitalists. Well, oh well, you see, know. Uh, fair enough. But you know, the Southern Baptists have boycotted them on multiple occasions. Well, so. They boycott everybody. I understand, but yeah, I mean. You try to watch a Disney movie nowadays, it's almost impossible to make you want to watch Barbie. Well, why would you watch a Disney? I mean, you're again, you're a grown man. All the kids' entertainment, I guess it's okay when you're kids and they always throw a little something in there for the adults that the kids miss. You don't occasionally I, throw I on the that. Lion King on a Friday night? No. Jesus. No, I haven't watched an animated movie in, you know, uh, I mean, since my kids were nine, ten years old. You don't watch cartoons? No. I mean, it was, look, my kids were of that age back in the time when people had VHS tape collections, and you had all your Disney tapes lined up, and that was kind of your, your virtual babysitter is, let me pop in The Lion King. Oh, let me pop in Aladdin. And then, you know, as an adult, Go to the other room where there's a TV and you can watch, you know, what sports about, or what. What about cartoon shows like South Park or King of the Hill or yeah, Aqua yeah. Teen Hunger Force? No, I, I'm I, I'm assuming you just made that up. Is is that really a sh- that's really a show? Oh, that was back man, no. back in the day in college when drugs didn't do anything to no, me. I watched South Park and I watched Arch like the first season or two of Archer and I thought it was really good and then it just kind of jumped the shark. And uh yeah, I I'm not against cartoons per se, but but watching show enough kid entertainment that is geared for kids that you sit with kids to watch are going to 
Disney on Ice. I've seen that there are adults who just go as adults. They're not escorting kids, and I don't get it. In Disney World without kids, I'm sorry, I don't get that. That just seems odd to me. I mean, it's 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 inadvisable. But I mean, it's there's worse places. But it, it's much, much, much better with kids. Much. I'm still disappointed you don't know what Aqua Teen Hunger Force is. What is it? Is there a picture? It's hard to it's a it's both from, of, but you know what it it's is. It's a too. milkshake, French fries, and a meatball. Uh you're on drugs right now, aren't you? <laughs> wow. Okay. No, I mean I, I you we'll, know we'll keep we'll keep going when, I mean, while, while we pull oh my god it is. <laughs> Told you. Oh my god it is. It's probably, yep, there we go. Oh, that's the weirdest thing ever. Yeah, I mean, it's probably one of the greatest things that was ever produced and put on TV. And there's no doubt, drugs might not have any effect on me, but whoever thought that idea up wrote the screenplay, psychedelics. Well, yeah, I mean, so was SpongeBob. I mean, the, the idea of those characters and that location for a show who, who, without a chemically altered brain, could come up with that idea? Mm. Yeah, I heard Joe Rogan talk about the evolution of the of music um, between the fifties and the sixties, and how different music went from the fifties and the sixties. You know, you just yeah. had just uh, the suits and whatever, and even sure. the Beatles. Even if you look at the Beatles in fifties and sixties, right. and you get the Hendrix and Joplin and all that kind of stuff. It was directly related, or, related, or, or a causation of the rise of psychedelics, and that that the creative outburst from unlocking the brains with psychedelics and the like reached a different artistic level, um, you know, that coincided with uh, the breakthrough of music and a variety of music and rock and roll and. And the like. It's a theory. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just the whole drug culture and everything changed. And you're right. The Be- all the Beatles had was long hair in 1964 when they're over on the, on the Ed Sullivan show. And, yeah, and, and all of culture got drugged up. And I've, I've always thought that the interesting irony of that period of time was everybody talked about how they're going to break free of the revolution and and. Or they're going to have a revolution and they're going to break free from the establishment and they're going to join the counterculture and they're not going to wear the square clothes anymore. So they're going to get their counterculture clothes, which are at Sears. And you can, you know, you can go to Sears and Kmart and buy your counterculture clothes because everybody dressed exactly the same way to prove that they were individuals. Like all the individual clothes were exactly the same. You know, with the vest and the and the leather and the long hair, it, it, it's hard to be a radical. You know, it, it's I mean, hard to be your own person. It really it, is. It's, it reminds me of there was a, a witness before the Senate, um, some Senate committee, and a senator from Oklahoma. His name doesn't matter, but um, there was this young environmental activist who who just said, just emphatically called for the the, the cessation of plastic production. I mean, by God, plastics are idea. just killing us. And she's got a water bottle yeah. that she brought in. And he goes, what's the top of that water bottle made of? Plastics. And he goes, what are you going to do about those glasses? She's wearing reading glasses. 
plastic. It, um, that phone that you got sitting right there, she had herself a plastic components, plastic case. You know, the, the whole point is, is it's so easy to. It, it's hard to be an individual. Try driving a car that nobody respects. It's people, people will laugh so hard at you. Now that, it's that hard. is an escapable yeah. uh, station in life. I wonder if anybody has actually escaped. But if, if you're an, in, if you are a true individualist, you'll say, you know what? I like this car. I I'm enjoying driving it and it doesn't matter what everybody else thinks. This is for me. I'm the one here. Right. And I'm, and I'm going to do my thing. I'm and then I'm all traded in for a Bronco. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> so that I can fit in. Cause here's, here's the truth about being an individualist. It sucks. It's lonely. People, mm. people look at you. That's no fun. That was me during COVID. Yeah. yeah. That, that was hardcore. The, you and be, COVID. Be, being the only person in that store without a mask was yeah. qu quite the endeavor. I, just had COVID. I mean, I'm not going to comply. Yeah, that's not that's not really your thing is compliance. No, it's not. It's overrated. I, you drove you drove that little four years convertible. Yeah, that's not complying I, I, with the code of manhood. No. Well, and God didn't I hear it. <laughs> You know, but there's got to be a certain amount of I'm, you're gonna you're gonna do what you're gonna do, and you know Americans love to talk about Americans celebrate the individual more than anybody. They celebrate being the bad boy that doesn't follow the rules more than anybody, and you know, it's just part of our cultural DNA that we're going to be that guy, but nobody is enjoying being that guy. But I will say this: I, I'd always say in good good fun because I mean I drove a minivan for a year, so. I mean, just don't. I, I have I have did no you, street cred on this are one. You so, sure, you oh, want to yeah. admit that in public? I did. It was the man van I called it. So, but yeah, it was during the poor days, small the kids, man the man van. So I I rode it and I rocked it. I put the man back in van. But, and one last thing on Disney World, it really is an absolute escape from reality. Is what it really is. It's, it's not too much different than going to some all-inclusive resort, even if you don't really like the resort. Heck, it can rain every day. It's just you're away from the world. Yeah, You're almost in an alternate world. It's the happiest place on earth, Dave. Everybody's actually polite. Um, foods are everything. And, you just, it, and I think that's what it serves for a lot of folks. Um, well, maybe it's because of my background, but, but what I noticed – I've been to Disney World, and as, as an adult, we did three years in a row, all of them in the summer, all of them taking the kids. Yeah, I know. Wrong time to no, go no, to no. Disney World during the Went summer. One time in August. Yeah, that'll teach you. Uh, apparently, it didn't teach me. Uh, three years in a row, and it's physically demanding. And, you know, I'm, I was doing this in my late 30s when I was in a lot better shape, and it was still very physically demanding. I didn't see happy people there. And again, maybe because of my background, but what I could not stop noticing was the intense hatred that I saw husbands and wives having for each other. Um, oh, it, yeah. Because it it is so physically just unpleasant that you know the real real of the of the magical 
experience that that wears off by 10 30 in the morning and then it's just you and your bs and i'm no. so sick of it 76 percent of couples that go to disney world are divorced within the next 12 months yeah and and are in a covert fight while they are there by 2 30 in the afternoon and they're trying to hold it together for the kids um and i man did i see some uh I guess parents in kind of there's some out of the way places like, you know, there's a heavy foot traffic and then over there, there's just a couple of trees and nobody's over there. But if you look behind the trees, you'll see the husband and wife just absolutely going after each other's throats. Cause That's they the just, only cause they've had enjoyed, it. that. Well, it was, it was absolutely the part I identified with. <laughs> I understood why that was happening. So yeah, that, that that also had its uh, own form of dark magic within that kingdom. So yeah, I got it. And anyway, three three was enough for me to finally learn my lesson that maybe we could find you know some other place to go to like France, you know, a desert, yeah. you know, and would, which would be just as fun, but uh, maybe maybe a little cheaper. If there was one place you could go. To visit on the Earth right now for I've thought about ten that. days. Yeah, I've thought about that, and I can't come up with an answer. I I can't think mm-hmm. of a place that would be this. This would just be the coolest place to go. You know, I always thought, well, going to Paris would be great, and it is, and I like going there. Um, but I've been there enough to have developed a certain amount of yeah. Okay, I got it. I've seen it. I've done it. Um, there's still a lot more that I would like to do in France. Um, but you know, I'm not really geeked out about it the way that I was, you know, going to Paris. So I've never been to London. I've never been to, uh, Berlin. I have no interest in going to Spain. I really want to go to the Netherlands. I think that would be super cool. Um, I would like to go to Switzerland. I've heard Switzerland's very cool. I've heard Southern Italy is really, really fine. But as far as I'm jonesing to go there and I really want to go there, you know, really the only thing that I can think of, I'm such a nerd, such a history guy, is I'd love to go to the British Museum and the National Gallery uh, in London. And, I mean, that's some high-level nerd stuff. And I basically have to take um, a week off from being married because I wouldn't dream of asking any good wife to hey let's spend a week in the british museum i'd love it if you are going to ask bonnie that question can i be there uh i would like to see that conversation well well, the conversation would be what do you want it where will you be what will you be doing (laughs) for that week you know while i'm looking at the elgin marbles and the you know the, the whatever that they have um you know, to me, it would be absolutely fascinating, but I get it. I'm, I'm weird that way. Um, I'm lucky that she likes art, um, but looking at 500-year-old paintings isn't really her jam, very much is for me, as, as you know. Oh, yeah. So, you know, that's, that's one of those I wouldn't try to justify it, 
but it's what I would like to do. And we have a mutual friend who's got a, who's jonesing for, I want to go see all seven continents and I've knocked out six of them. I think we've had this conversation and she's listening as we speak. Yeah. And, uh, just has Antarctica to go and I give her all kinds of hell, but you know, come to think of it in the course of this conversation, come to think of it. I can get an equal amount of hell for my weird ideas about where I would want to go. Right, we and we're gonna make fun of her when she gets her oh, all yeah. seven. But deep down, it would be cool. Yeah, we're gonna be like, dang, that's, mm. that's impressive. I'm not gonna, man. Let's keep that a secret amongst us, so she doesn't know that we secretly. Re- I mean, that's that's amazing, actually. Um, to me, it'd be a cool thing to have done. But if that was in front of me, you've got to spend you know forty hours on an airplane to go to Australia. I'm gonna take a hard pass on that. Um, you know, our, oh, it's only 34 hours to get to Cambodia. You know, I can miss Cambodia. Well, my, I feel my, like I think Antarctica would be the one that would do me in because I mean, you, you got a boat, take a boat up in there and oh, I haven't told you this. Why? No. Uh, so apparently there's, there's two ways to get to Antarctica. There is a flight that goes in. There's a helicopter. You don't fly, you don't fly in airplane. You fly in helicopter, like all the, you know, think think about the geography and all the oceans kind of drain out. I mean, literally drain out into the, I guess that'd be the Arctic Ocean. No, that can't be right. Um, whatever the ocean is that surrounds Antarctica, and, and I, I don't remember it, but the weather and the storms are incredibly bad. Right. And so if you, you can take a boat there, but you are guaranteed to get brutally seasick, and the and it is a slow ride because you're fighting storms and waves the whole time. But that is one way to go. That's the cheaper way to go. The other way to go is you know, just go to the southern tip of uh, Argentina and take a helicopter. It's kind of a hike. If you look at a map, it is a hike from the there, there's some distance to be covered and helicopters are not incredibly fast, but no seasickness. So that's you know, what I'm told oh, is it's going to be a helicopter ride, an incredibly expensive helicopter ride to go to Antarctica. But, you know, here's my thing. It's cool to be able to say that I went to Antarctica, but what do you do? You know, now that you're there, you know, to me it's like, okay, I did it. Check it off the list. I can tell everybody I went. I it's mean, like, what do you want me to do? It's like climbing a mountain. You get to the top. Well, no. What do you because, do? You well, just accomplished it. And yeah. It's an accomplishment. Well, the climbing of the mountain is its own deal, and there's a story to it. But it's not much of a story to say I took a helicopter ride to Antarctica. Yeah, okay. Well, people take helicopter rides to rigs in the Gulf of Mexico all the time. What's the big deal? So you're not going to impress anybody with that. Okay, we landed, and what did you see? A lot of ice. Yeah, not not really surprised there. A penguin. Yeah, they got penguins. They've got ice. Um, I've heard it smells bad in Antarctica. I'm not sure why that would be, what, but what, I, I have heard that. What would smell? And where did you hear that? I've, you know, I've, I have a wide, vast range of useless information that just floats around in my head. I think I've clearly established that. And one of them is Antarctica has a bad smell, like it's rotting. <laughs> so is that true? You know, maybe our friend will find we'll out. We'll have to us. ask. Her, yeah, man. we'll have to ask. But you know, in the meantime, there's ice. There's I. I don't know what other wildlife that there is in Antarctica. Uh, there's a lot of garbage that I suppose gets left behind. 
is where exactly you're going to throw it away. And otherwise, what do you do? You build an igloo? Why? I, I just don't, don't, other than saying that you went there, you know, and maybe you're some climate researcher, I guess, okay, you know, or, you know, an archaeologist, there is something to be said for that because they take the core samples and, you know, the ice that's 3,000 years old, maybe that tells them something about, you know, whatever air quality was back then. But that's not going to be you. You're just a tourist. Okay, you got there. What else are you going to do? Exactly. I got nothing. Yeah. So, all right, you can go to Paris. You can go to London. You can go to Antarctica. We've knocked those three out. There's really no other place in the world to go to. No? Well, the the magical place, Disney, the, the clear you, river, whatever that was it, with the manatees, it, whatever that, that is, Crystal River. Yeah, Crystal River. Absolutely, we've got we've covered Bucky's. Wonder, wonderful place. If you go to Epcot at Disney, you can go to all those countries in <laughs> one day. You got France, England, Germany, Japan, Mexico, America. Um, Canada. I love that they have the United States at the Epcot I Center. Know. Like, you think the rest of the place would be America, you know, but no, it's not. Um, so that's a that's the abridged version of what our friends doing in go are all over the place. Um, I I want to. Well, I mean Alaska. I know it's not all that extravagant, but I mean Alaska has always intrigued me greatly. Um. And that's liable to happen here soon. And um, Mongolia <laughs> and floating the Amazon. You're joking. You want to go to Mongolia? Why? Genghis Khan, man. I mean, just just I've, I've been fascinated with uh, what 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 of what of Genghis Mongolian Khan? steps. Oh, what 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 of that is is the fascination? Well, I mean, he. He decreased human population he by a substantial uh, amount. I mean, he literally uh, lowered the carbon footprint um, for decades to come. Um, and I'm just fascinated uh, by all things Genghis Khan. And yeah, Mongolia but when you go to is an interesting. Uh, it's it, a cheap place to go. Is it not part of China? It's kind of kind of between China and the so and yeah, it's off I guess now it's Russia. Yeah, it's it's up there. I think it's its own thing, but probably solely controlled by China. Don't get me wrong, but um, I'm intrigued by that. But much less than the other two, Alaska uh, and uh, South America. Love Costa Rica, but been there, done that. That's right. I forgot. Love Belize, been there, done that. Um, but. Floating down the Amazon, taking a boat down the Amazon, now that would be cool. You have any plan, any actual concrete plans that that's what you're going to do? Oh, one day I'll, I'm going to go down. It's, the just, it's just one of those one day I'm going to do it. Right, it, Alaska will happen soon. Um, Amazon's more the five year plan. You're not worried about the the tarantulas that are as big as that chair that you're sitting in, or the snakes that are. Big enough to eat that chair that you're sitting in. And I think that's actually where my fascination came from is I swear, and I don't even understand it, all my whole life I've watched every Anaconda documentary that has ever 
uh, been done up into the American classic starring Ice Cube, Anaconda, the movie. Um, I, I just, Anaconda, huge stakes fascinate me. And so I would love to see an Anaconda. Well, you, you love you some 80s culture more, oh. than, more than anybody I know. Wow, look at that was Dropping a, an ice cube reference man, that, that I, came out of the sky. Well, I mean, you, have you never seen Anaconda? No. Anaconda two? No, none of those. With John Voight and no. Ice Cube. Uh-uh. Missed out on all that. I mean, I've I missed, you know, the eighties. Sharknado. The eighties and the nineties were the big uh, action hero movie decades. And that led to the um, superhero comic book. <laughs> you that bored? Uh, the superhero uh, <laughs> comic book movies, and uh, you know, I just I took a pass on all of that. You know, just just kind of like I took a pass on the Disney movies, other than to entertain my kids. Um, you know, the the only popular. You know, let's let's all go see it movies that I can even think of that I went to go see were the Harry Potter movies. We went to all of those <laughs> when they came out and which and I enjoyed them. I fought the Harry Potter thing so hard. Why? I thought it was, it was just great. the stupidest thing ever. I was wrong. At some point my daughter got into Harry Potter. Yeah. And she made me sit down and watch every one of them. And they're actually it's Quite enjoyable. Yeah. I changed my tune completely. I even went to the movie, movies with her. It's a, it, Beasts, what is it? Invisible Beasts, um, Incredible Beasts. Yeah, which, yeah whichever, whichever one that came out after, yeah. like, okay, we've done all the, like, yeah. the, all the books, we've done it, and now it's just a money grab. Right, right. So far as I can tell. It, it, but it, I didn't it, go even, see that. even it wasn't that bad, but all the, um, um, all the Harry Potter was quite good. I mean, I, I no complaints at all. And that I was dead wrong. I thought it was just the stupidest thing ever. Yeah, we we saw seven books, read all seven books, eight movies on the seven books, saw all eight movies at the theater, uh, enjoyed it. But other than that, uh, I missed kind of the cartoony uh, superhero, super action movie. You know, like, you know, there was a time when Van Damme and Sylvester Stallone and Schwarzenegger and uh, you can probably think of a few more. Um, you know, they were all just making those those super muscle guy. Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal, yeah. And it was just, it was the same plot over and over again. You killed my wife. You killed my family. Um, and I'm a, I'm a cop. And uh, yeah, or I'm a divorced cop, doesn't get along with my ex-wife, although she's secretly still attracted to me. And my the head cop, you know, like like the police captain, he hates me because I'm a bad guy that doesn't follow the rules. So <laughs> again, you, very American. And so you do like those. You well, say. I know what they are. You know, you've seen one, and you pretty much got the plot line down. And and then it's just, can we think of create? Can we think of creative ways for the bad guy to get his? It's like the the, the whole concept of John Wick. Yeah, 
which again hadn't seen John Wick, oh, but I assume that it's kind of the same thing of you know the guy's a bad, and it's always it's we, all, it's we all, got we got homework, David. Look, it, it's always you, you, the same scene where you know they they'll always start the movie with the same scene, which is you got all the bullies that walk into the bar, walk into the restaurant, or walk into the wherever, and one guy sitting by himself. And, you know, they're bullies and they're talking trash to the other people and throwing them around. And then the one guy is like, you know, y'all really need to leave. You know, you've had your fun. And, of course, it turns out that he can beat up 12 people all by himself, but he's so quiet and humble that they don't know it and they make fun of him. But, boy, they get theirs. I mean, it's the most American thing in the world. Um, you, you, have, you have to watch John Wick then. John Wick. Because is that what that is? No, is can, that what it is? Except he can kill hundreds. Okay, well, hundreds of people. I mean, hundreds. It's, okay, well, it's just a, a in every imaginable way. Yeah. So it's a marriage of because the, somebody of, killed his dog. Okay. Well, it's a marriage of the of a 1985 action hero with the uh, with the other genre, which is horror movies, which are disguised comedies. Horror movies or disguised comedies where the idea is how can people get killed in the most imaginative ways possible? You marry those two ups, you marry those two up, and I'm betting you have John Wick movies. And how far off am I? I not that About far right. I mean, but it's it's special. You have to watch one before the next podcast. Okay. Uh, and you see how close you are to it. But I mean it's it's a different it's a different level of, um, of of a killing machine. Okay, we'll be John Wick kills Dave Chappelle. We're not uh, have total that. total <laughs> oh, the total marriage of of bad culture, and and that that'll be probably either that'll be how we start off the next show, or it'll be taking calls from ex wives on air. <laughs> will be, we'll be part of the, that. Yeah. Yeah, I also think that would be a great episode. We we have those capabilities. Yeah. Oops, we lost the call. Oh, I got a dial tone. I don't know what happened. Maybe next time. Yeah, you, time. you'll have to have the bleep button oh, very yeah. ready well, to how go. About, how about you, Dave? Yeah, well, yeah, 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 I, mean, I think all three of us yeah, will have to. It's just yeah. like, maybe running for cover on that one. But no. uh, What else is on the agenda, Dave? You know, I think I think we've hit the end of it. You know, the whole time that we're talking, I'm, I'm, I've got this idea in the back of my head. Is there anything here that's going to get – 18 million views. Let's talk about uh, annuities. And yeah. Yeah. And, and who knew that annuity talk could get 18 million views, but if you have the wrong hair color, I think we're going to be out of luck on this. Well, I mean, I can be, I mean, I, I mean, I could, I could say something controversial if you'd like. You got something, something in, oh, in, mean, the, in the chamber? No, I mean, I can always chamber uh, something. I mean, you know, we could, uh, Talk about J.K. We talked about Harry Potter. I could we could have gone to J.K. Uh, uh, Rowling um, being a turf and being uh, a, what is that? Trans exclusionary radical feminist. In, in regular terms, what is that? All right, that is somebody who you know J.K. Rowling is is a, a noted British author and feminist 
a women's rights yeah, I mean, activist. Every, yeah, everybody knows who she is, I think. Uh-huh. Well, I don't, I don't, I didn't know if everybody would know she's big into big, feminist big. causes and, okay. and, and well, the good like. For her. Good for her. And she also came certain statements talking about um, that um, you should have to actually be a woman to an actual biological uh, woman uh, with the actual real um, fears of, you know, issues involved with a woman, you know, mainly physical and, uh, and, and mental and just growing up as an actual woman means something that you just can't be a man all your life and just say, Oh, I'm, I'm a, the whole trans thing. And there's, it, that's why it's trans that's exclusionary. Yeah. That's, uh, a, that's an, in, that's an interesting point. The, the saying that I've heard is a man's worst fear is that a woman will laugh at him and a woman's worst fear is that a man will kill her. Right. And, and, and there is a, a you know, uh, we walk to a car and at, at 12 o'clock at night, we just walk to the car. Sure. A woman, that's a different thing. I mean, um, according to women. And, you know, even down to, you know, certain biological processes that even ha- happen every year or childbirth or or just having having to live with female hormones your whole life, sure. that that is a formative. That 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 is not something that you can just skip, and then go, "Hey, I'm 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 a woman now." Now you can you can you know, and, and I think J.K. Rowling has said it. I don't, I don't care what grown folks do. It's just like us, you know. Who cares what grown folks do? But don't play pretend and act like we're supposed to go along with it. Okay. You play, you play pretend, but over there by yourself. Don't don't make me come come play. And I think that's where the turf thing came from. That we're they're feminist women's rights, but biological women's rights. You have your own, but don't you can't say you're a woman like I'm a woman. Because I'm I'm actually a woman. Like every cell in my body is a woman. You are whatever you want to say you are, but and so that's the turf uh, uh, term. It's a Derice of a term uh, by the trans folks. So. I'm Team Turf, so there you go. Okay. Well, I'm, is that right? You know, I, if that's the argument, that seems like a very one-sided argument. I mean, I, you I can't, think, I can't I mean, imagine what the other what the other side of that. I is. can't imagine it either. It was like that Levine, uh, Admiral Levine, women w- winning right. w- Woman of the Year. Other than the fact that she spent he she spent the first 50 plus years as a as a man i'm just gonna say if you're up for woman of the year let's at least have 10 to 15 years of practice at it before you win it right off the bat because that becomes a very uh 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 mass uh, that's almost sexist i mean men are so good that we can win women of the year immediately yeah i mean None of, none of the women. I mean, we're, could, we're, none are, of the women could be uh, as good as a man. One year who became a woman. I know. Yeah. We only take a few years. We are so good at this. Yeah. We dominate womanhood. Well, right off the bat. Yeah. Well, if if we're anything, we're defenders of the patriarchy. Yeah. I mean, it is it is literally the patriarchy that a man comes in and wins woman of the year right off the bat. I, I feel good about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm liking that. Yeah, this is like Al Bundy's woman hating club yeah. here. Just, but I mean, I think the the, the trans that it really is that kind of mindset that you know, 
ah, whatever. The first 50 years, what did that matter? Growing up and worrying about your looks and you, and all that stuff and all the insecurity. I have no earthly idea how teen girls make it nowadays. I got a teenage daughter right now. Yeah. It is, it's just, it, I don't, it is. Yeah, especially any, with social media. You, it's, it's no terrible. Way. It is, it is, it is tough on parents, but I cannot even, I mean, and to say that that doesn't inform what she grows up to be as a woman um, is ludicrous. Yeah, um, no. it's it's it is it is it it is tough. And um, so there you go. All right. Well, um, I I really don't know where to go from there. Yeah, we we have our little you know the, the controversial last. All right. Well, that, that'll be your homework is is coming up with controversy. I can do that. Try, I don't need yeah, that. You I'll, watch John Wick. I'll I'll come back with some more Bucky stuff. I got some more. Uh, uh, Also credible. And there you go. All right. Well, thanks again to uh, everybody for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week.